Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. It is five minutes after one o'clock. Good afternoon to you. I have to say that if you are in Pretoria, you are sternly warned not to go near the CBD. It is very, very tense at the moment. At the moment, uh, We are hearing reports that uh, the police are warning, in fact, that if you are in the vicinity, try and not go near the CBD at all this afternoon. The situation is still very tense. The police are on the ground, but they're not promising uh, you know, stability at the moment. So they're saying they're keeping an eye on the situation and they will keep the area as, as safe as possible. But they are asking motorists and even normal residents of the area to just sort of stay clear while they try and sort out that issue. So the re- the reason the situation is tense, as you know, is that yesterday um, there was a shooting around the vicinity where the uh, taxi drivers were. Apparently, uh, taxi, taxi drivers were trying to apprehend somebody who was peddling drugs. Um, I don't know how the scuffle went or if it was a scuffle at all. We don't have those clear details. But what we do know is that um, someone, a foreign national, who we believe was uh, peddling drugs, they say, um, was involved in a shooting. And the shooting resulted in a a taxi driver being shot and, and I believe fatally shot. So that obviously then led to the kind of situation that we see now. Um, it quickly got out of hand. Uh, what we are hearing is that this afternoon uh, there are shops that are on fire that have been set alight. Earlier on today, there was looting of foreign-owned shops. So shops that are owned by foreign nationals, they were looting them very, very badly. And in fact, quite early, uh, earlier on this morning, the police couldn't couldn't contain that situation. It was quite volatile. Journalists were unable to go close to the scene because they were threatened. They were not able to take footage of people looting. So it was quite tense even for journalists themselves. They were threatened to stay away from the area. Uh, The police were in fact outnumbered by the looters and um, some shops were set alight. The situation is extremely tense. We've got our people on the ground. The SABC journalists are on the ground. We will be crossing very quickly to see Postirman, who is our SABC journalist on the ground there, to give us an update on on how the situation is panning out. We do have other people and we are going to be speaking also to the city of Tswana to give us their take on the situation. But let me quickly try and go to someone who who is on the ground, who is who they say is a legal aid for, for immigrants and a refugee. Um, Zako Koza is on the line, I believe, from, from Pretoria. Good afternoon, Zako. Good afternoon, ma'am. How are you? We are well. You, more importantly, it's how are you and, and how's the situation on the ground? Um, the situation here is being handled properly and legally by the staff. The ambulances are there. Everything is going accordingly, which I feel like is now proper because... Taxi drivers starting this violence. It just went AWOL. It just went south real quick. Because now these people, they shouldn't take the law into their hands. It's very wrong. Because if we took the are you law... Able, are you them, able to give us a sense of how it started? Now you're speaking about taxi drivers uh, who started today. But can you take us back to yesterday? Okay, if I take it back to yesterday, basically um, they was accordingly. They said that a police officer, the reason why a police officer was down there is that they were taking a bribe from a taxi driver. Yesterday? Yesterday. Okay. And then now the the, 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 the drug dealer or drug lord, right, which is the foreign, 
saw this happening and it's like it's so unfair because now just because basically it was a problem of a South African bribing a South African but if it comes to a refugee bribing a South African it's wrong it's illegal they, 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 they go to jail they become penalized and everything they get back sent so, to their so, so so your account is inaccurate the the person who is a drug dealer is the one that started it because the first person who is a drug dealer is the one that got annoyed by the taxi driver uh, and a policeman in an engagement yeah correct okay. okay so that's where it started yeah all right and then what happened and then from their force um they got they got into an argument it, it got it got really loud then from there out of anger out of control out of rage he took the firearm from the police officer all right can i ask and you this i'm i'm going to i'm just going to take a quick break but i do want you to stay on the line because i want to know and be very clear about who you're representing in this matter i'm i'm told that you're a legal aid representative for the immigrants and refugees and whether you also represent that guy that actually pulled the trigger yesterday i will ask you all those questions uh, please stay on the line for me and i'll also be going to the city of twane and also touching base with our correspondent uh, on the ground there that is Sipo Stirman from the SABC. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Do join the conversation. It is 12 minutes after 1 o'clock. We are in Pretoria. As you know, the situation in Pretoria at the moment is quite tense. This follows a scuffle yesterday that led to the death on, of one taxi driver. And uh, we have on the line with us Sako Koza, who is from Lamra. Lamra is a legal aid uh, for immigrants and refugees. And he was already starting to paint the picture of where all of this started yesterday. Sako, thank you very much for being patient with us. Let's just go back to yesterday. You are saying yesterday there was... Uh, um, somebody observed a taxi driver and a policeman have some sort of an engagement. It seemed to you that they were there was a bribe exchange happening there. Then somebody else entered into the fray, which is a foreign national. Are you representing that foreign national? Zaku, are you still with us? Zaku, are you still with us on the line? Zaku, are you still with us? All right, we're going to have to move on because I cannot hear Tsako. Maybe Tsako is on the line, but we cannot hear Tsako from our side. Um, I'm going to now quickly go to Twani MMC for roads and transport now. Sheila Lin Sekumgube, uh, and uh, she's joining us on the line. And I, and I just I wonder if you're on the scene. Sheila, thank you very much for joining us. Hello, good afternoon, Sheila. All right. So we we don't seem to be getting those lines uh, in order, as as you can hear. So, I mean, we're going to also cross to our correspondent on the ground, Sipo, who is our SABC journalist. So as we what we know so far is that yesterday um, uh, one person was killed who is a taxi driver and the taxi driver, it turns out, was killed by a drug peddler. That's that's the report on the ground. Um, and since then, the situation quickly got out of hand. There was looting and there was uh, a lot of it was quite tense yesterday but it escalated this morning where there was burning of of shops and uh, those shops are, are said to be owned by foreign nationals it is also it's it's apparently um, the situation is also quite tense in the sense that the looters outnumbered earlier the number of police on the ground so people were not able and the police at the in the morning were not able to 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 contain the situation more backup was asked was required of the the police and the police came back in full force 
and they seem to have contained the situation somewhat, not entirely, somewhat. And the police are saying, though, whatever is happening now, they are warning that residents do not come near the CBD area. So that means it is quite tense. It is, it's a little bit unsafe as we speak. What we were doing earlier, before we went to the ad break, we were speaking to a legal representative of refugees and immigrants. He, his name is Tsako Koza, and uh, he was giving us his side of the story. We obviously don't have him anymore, but um, Sheila Lin is joining us now on the line, who is Tswane, uh, MMC for Roads and Transport. Let's try her line and see if she can hear us. Good afternoon, Sheila. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thanks very much for, for, for coming on to the show. Are you on the ground as we speak, MMC? Yes, I am. We've been here for quite a while. Okay. And the police have contained the situation. It is a lot calmer than it was this morning. Okay. Um, we were obviously reporting on, on what the police told us uh, literally an hour ago um, when mm. they were speaking to Sakina, where the police were saying they don't feel that residents should come near the area. Is that still the case? Mm. It is the case. As I said, the police have contained the situation, but they are advising that everyone stays away from the CBD, obviously until everything is back to normal. So we are encouraging people to stay away from the CBD. But for those who are here, the police have committed that they will make sure that everyone is safe. But it's advisable that if you don't need to be in the CBD today, you'd rather avoid it. I mean, you're saying it's calm, but it's not quite advisable for people to come. So what is exactly happening at the moment? Well, the the police is just making sure that everything remains calm. As you know, this morning there was some running around. There was a building that was burned, a shop. So they're busy putting out the fire still and making sure that the situation doesn't spread to other areas of the city. So it is calm. It's a lot calmer than it was this morning. But of course, the police have to be allowed to do their work and see how to contain this and get the city back to normal. Do we know if there are any casualties from from the from what we was what we were seeing this morning? Any injuries? Not as far as I know. Uh, as you said earlier, I'm responsible for roads and transport, so our main focus to be here has been to engage the taxi industry, mm-hmm. as we know that they are at the center of all of this. And then we will be hearing more from law enforcement, from our MNC of Community Safety, Karen Mayor, when she has been given a full report as to whether there were any casualties this morning. What is publicly known, though, is that there was a taxi driver that was shot dead yesterday, and that's where this entire situation culminated from. All right, so from your engagement with the taxi industry, what have you learned so far? We've learned that it seems to be that there's been an ongoing conflict and tension between the taxi drivers and alleged drug lords within the CBD. There was a face-off yesterday, which resulted in the taxi driver being shot and killed, and then this is the response to that. So that's really what this entire situation is about. I will be having a meeting with the taxi industry. We're already trying to coordinate the remaining members from the different associations so that we will be having a sit-down within the next 30 minutes to resolve this. Okay, so have you had it or are you still going to have the meeting with the we taxi? We have been speaking since yesterday yes. with the industry leadership. Yeah. But there are a number of other associations that we still need to bring on board. So we've been speaking to them, but we need to have an additional meeting within 30 minutes where all the industries will be represented. You'll remember this started from the Soshangula taxi industry, but it seems it has affected every other industry as well, every other association. 
within the city. So we need to get everyone on board so that we can all come to one conclusion. What What are you hoping to achieve? So what, what outcome would you like to see from the meeting? Yourselves as, as MMC of Roads of Transport. As MMC, what I want to see is for us to find a way where we can resolve this matter amicably and peacefully. We cannot ignore the fact that someone was shot and killed yesterday. Mm. And that is very serious. And as a city, we strongly condemn that. What we don't want to see is vigilantism and citizens taking the law into their own hands. We have to allow law enforcement to do their job, to do their investigations, and make the necessary arrests. Having said that, we can't turn a blind eye to the situation that's going on in the city. We are aware that there's a drug problem as the city. We do need to coordinate efforts, work together with law enforcement, and make sure that the environment is safe not only for the taxi commuters but for the drivers as well. So, in that meeting, will you bringing will you be bringing safety community safety MMCs as well and other stakeholders? Absolutely, we will definitely need the MMC of community safety there, and we'll need the taxi industry and members of law enforcement. All right, Sheila Lynn Sekumbuge is a Tswane MMC for roads and transport, and she's on the ground saying that they will have a subsequent meeting in about 30 minutes' time with the taxi industry, and they'll give us updates on that. Sipo Siriman is our SABC journalist, as he's, and he is on the line. Good afternoon, and thanks for joining us, Sipo. Good afternoon, and thank you so much for joining us, Sipo. Oh, can you hear us loud and clear? All right, so Sipo cannot hear us. Sipo is our SABC journalist and he's on the ground and we were trying to get an update from him uh, to see just how they are getting by. In fact, earlier on, we realized that it was quite difficult for them as the uh, journalists to do their work. They said, um, you know, things were quite tense and they were not really allowed to take the kind of footage that they needed to take because the looters were quite aggressive with them. We will c- take um, those those calls also from you. If you are in the CBD, tell us what your experience of what, what what is going on there is uh, on 0891-104207. We'll take those calls and, and also try and get back to Sipo Stirman, who's a SABC reporter. You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. It is 22 minutes after one o'clock. We are keeping an eye on the situation in the CBD of Twane, where there was a scuffle yesterday that led to a shooting of one taxi driver. Uh, the situation has been tense since then. This morning, we heard that uh, there was looting of foreign-owned shops, and uh, the looters were really, really hostile, even to our journalists and other journalists as well. So we are crossing now. We have uh, now tracked down Sipo Stirman, SABC journalist. We've gotten on a better line. Sipo, good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, good afternoon and to your listeners at home. Super, I hope you're safe. How is the situation on the ground? Well, the situation has now moved uh, towards uh, containing uh, the fires. You remember, of course, as you mentioned that earlier in the morning, there was a looting of this foreign-owned Saza shop. Uh, together with the looting, uh, the shops were then subsequently uh, touched by the looters. And during that time, uh, the number of looters had outnumbered uh, the police officers that were on the ground, leaving a police that were here simply being bystanders and just watching as they had no manpower to intervene. Uh, it was during that time where, you know, the looters were very hostile towards us as media, and as soon as we took out our cameras, uh, they threw stones at us and we had to run for our own safety. But yes, we are in Detroit because the police have now um, offered a backup, and uh, that backup has led the situation being slightly uh, contained. Uh, you do see a lot of people lingering around still. You don't know who was looking or not, but certainly there's still lots of crowds that are watching um, the processes as they unfold. 
What is happening right now is that the Fire and Rescue Department from Tuane has come on board to put out the flames, but certainly a number of fire shops have been tossed here. Uh, goods within the shops have been stolen, and uh, it is really just—it's not a good picture of the city of Tuane at the moment. I mean, it's it's quite difficult to 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 check. I don't know for yourselves. There, you're saying that uh, the fire department is out to try and uh, you know get rid of those fires, but do we know how many shops have been torched? Well, I mean, uh, the fire department. I must also just uh, say that at first. Uh, they were unable uh, to enter the street where this has happened. And if you know Pretoria, this is uh, at the corner Lillian Ngoi and um, Lillian Ngoi and Brown uh, Street. Uh, this is where this situation is happening. Uh, it's also close uh, to the blue that takes the rank, and there's also a blue um, uh, shopping center there. So this is where all of this is happening. And uh, of course, alongside uh, that taxi rank, there's several. Um, Foreign-owned father shops in my, in front of me right now, as I can see, uh, you know, there's close to about ten shops that I can say have been uh, damaged, uh, and uh, and the buildings subsequently nearby have also been damaged. And uh, the met- metro, uh, you know, fire and rescue are currently putting out uh, those uh, flames as we as I'm so, I'm talking to you. So it is still an ongoing situation. Uh, the police are very much present at this point in time, uh, trying to make sure that uh, the fire rescue team is safe as they put out these flames. But certainly earlier on, uh, you know, the looters had really outnumbered the police and they did as they wish and they got away with a lot of goods. I saw a number of people carrying television, uh, a number of, uh, you know, products from this shop. To, to what extent do we know whether the only people affected were foreign-owned shops? So it could be, you know, these buildings that are torched, maybe uh, some of them are not foreign-owned. How much do we know about that? Well, at this point in time, what we understand is that uh, it's, uh, the, the, the shops itself that we looked at, uh, the, is that they are mostly belong to foreign nationals. Yes. Uh, we also understand this because I spoke to a couple of foreign nationals who said to me that uh, this is my shop. This is my shop that has been looted here uh, by the people. But of course, the issue is not necessarily targeting foreign nationals. The issue, as we understand it from test operators, is the issue of um, Nyaupe and drug dealers. They feel that police, alongside uh, certain drug dealers, are working together uh, to ensure that uh, you know drugs such as Nyaupe are alive in the streets of Pretoria. So the test operators took the matters into their own hands to say, let's clean up Pretoria. Now, this had happened yesterday where they went out on the streets to clean up Pretoria, but during that process, what had happened then, there were clashes uh, between the test operators and some foreign-owned uh, 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 shops uh, owners and uh, some other members of the public that were there. A couple unfolded, and in that entire process, one test driver was shot. And now, I suppose you can call it a retaliation from test drivers. They decided to go on this lo- uh, looting rampage because they believe that um, some of the foreign nationals are harboring uh, drugs uh, in, within their shops. So, I mean, Sipa, I don't know whether you were able to speak to some of the um, taxi owners. Did they tell you, you know, what their game plan is going forward? Were they able to give you that convers- that interview? Well, uh, it was difficult to speak to anybody on a on record. Mm. But, of course, we always try to speak with people on the sidelines. And some of the people uh, that we've spoken to uh, have indicated that uh, they are against the violence. They are against uh, the looting. They're calling it uh, opportunistic violence and looting. And that the main issue that the talks operators were, were trying to raise there was that they are tired of um, 
the people that are selling drugs near the taxi rank where they operate. So what they had done yesterday, they were trying to then clean up the streets because they have no confidence in the police. But of course, what happened in that process, was unfortunately, a taxi driver was shot and killed, which angered um, uh, some taxi operators, and then it led to, to this situation where we have shops that are being looted. So I think, um, at first, it was some, uh, supposedly a good cause to try and, you know, uh, clean up the streets and to clean up the area next to the rent to ensure that there is no, no drug trade that happens, but it has escalated to something else. And uh, the trigger seems to have been when that taxi driver was shot and killed yesterday. And, of course, there are strong allegations that police are working with these drug mm-hmm. dealers because they say, where do Nyaupe boys get the gun? Um, they think people that are trading uh, drugs on the street, they don't normally have guns. So who gives them the guns? Where do they get the guns? Hence, they believe that police have a hand in this and uh, they would like to see proper investigations into how um, the person who shot the taxi driver yesterday happened to have obtained a gun and where that gun came from. We, we obviously haven't had a chance to speak to the police. Did they respond to these allegations? And what's their game plan? Are they going to be on standby there uh, with the number of police that they've already called out? For how long will this be the case? Well, uh, police have now arrived at the scene, but we realized the communication with the city of Swane. And, uh, you know, city of Swane painting a, a picture here that perhaps initially did not receive uh, enough uh, support from SEP, that is the African Police Service, yes. that uh, the Metro uh, Police uh, could not have handled this matter all by themselves. And we would have liked the police to have responded uh, quite speedily, but the police have since uh, come on board. Now, speaking to the Metro Police, they said, well, they, they take note of the allegations. But of course, there is no proof, so they can't act on that until these allegations have been fully investigated and fully tested. But they are discouraging uh, the taxi drivers or any other person that may be involved in this. Because remember now, there are opportunities that will also just jump in on this uh, in the name of how we are taxi drivers uh, and and loot. And not necessarily all taxi drivers are involved in in these uh, illegal operations. So we got to be careful and stress that out as we report the story, that there are opportunistic elements that have taken place here, but the police are saying that uh, no one should take the law into their own hands. If case operators want to clean up the streets, they must do so cooperating with the police and within, uh, you know, uh, the rules of the law. SABC journalist keeping an eye on that story on in Swane where there is unrest and the people the, the police are asking us to be vigilant are asking residents not to be in that area as yes it is calm but it is still very very hostile 130 now let's go to Uzi Lesaku for the latest in headlines